when they say queer, I had to take classes on that. How can you identify? What do you mean? How can you just identify yourself as queer? But you know what? I had to accept that because of that antiquated homophobic stigma that was placed on me. And I had to go through almost 20 years of finding me. And now I pass that on to the next generation. It's the TMI Project Podcast, a series of stories about the too much information parts of ourselves we usually leave out because we're too ashamed or embarrassed. I'm Eric Harris. And I'm Kapalee Kalnick. We're your host of Season 5, Black Trans Stories Matter. Before we get started, just want to let you know that as the TMI implies, some content might be too much information for some listeners. And remember, your support keeps our content free and accessible to everyone who wants to listen. So if you like what you hear and you're able to chip in at tmiproject.org, thank you. As you listen, please keep in mind this program was executed during the peak of the pandemic. The performances and interviews were all recorded over Zoom. While the audio quality may be a little lackluster, the content is gold and too good not to share. Let's dive in. Today, we are celebrating Theodora. A true advocate for diverse populations, especially the silver generation of LGBTQ people. She is currently in grad school to become a licensed therapist and is now a caseworker supporting our most vulnerable communities. She plans on going back to school one more time to get her degree as a registered nurse. But before all that, Theodora served in the military and always remained true to herself. Let's hear more. I was coming out to my family. My family was not understanding. I was trying to find myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I wanted to go to college. And then when I got into the military, my whole experience was cut short because everything was based on my sexual orientation. Did they tell me that? No. Did they know maybe one day that will come back to bite them in the behind? Yes. Because I was good at my job. And they knew it. I never gave them any reason to get rid of me because of my performance. They didn't discharge me dishonorably. No, because I slept with so many people that had high statuses. And they thought maybe I would rat them out. These same individuals had the audacity to introduce me to their wives. I remember one incident. I met several of their wives and children, and we had slept together the night before, and they introduced me to their wives at the Christmas ball. And she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her. And for some reason, I think she knew something, because it was so uncomfortable. Because out of everybody there, why would your husband make it his business to introduce me to you? Here it is now, almost 30 years later, and I still remember this one incident. That's how awkward it was. The only thing they give me is that they recognized me 20 years later as a veteran and gave me my veteran status. And I have it documented on paper on my DD-214 as Theodora, not Theodore, but as Theodora Kenyatta Green. I said, you know what? 
I wanted to be recognized as one of your female soldiers because you treated me as such in every form and fashion. Stay tuned after the story to hear what Theodora is up to today. Let's hear the full story. My journey into womanhood starts long before I know that I'm a woman, long before I ever hear the word trans. In my third year of high school, I began gradually transitioning. I started by dressing in unisex clothing because in my mind, it is fashionable. I often get asked, aren't those girl pants? And I know I lied. These pants are fashionably, they are house. After all, it is the 80s. After high school, I entered the military. I think it would cure me. I have been taught it is wrong to be gay. Hmm, but I know that is not what I am. I am not gay. I am a woman. Being in the military does not cure me, but I am feared and admired for standing up for myself, which could have killed me. Being in that camouflage uniform does not hide my true colors. I'm still me. When I enlist, I have three choices. I can train to be a cook, a nurse, or a clerk. All of them supportive and non-combative roles. Even my military career is following a traditional female path. I have no regrets about my time in the military. It is the time of don't ask, don't tell. But I'm telling. Not with words, but by being myself. I leave my mark with those who know me. I'm the fag who comes to drills and makeup. And yes, I do. I am in an all-male unit, a Black unit, and they do not know what to do with the one little soldier in makeup wearing Uncle Sam's and wearing Uncle Sam's damn well. Nevertheless, I'm given an early honorable discharge with no benefits and recognition because of fear and phobia. Once the military was behind me, I'm more determined than ever to figure out what this is inside me. There's this strong voice that keeps saying, stop hiding. I cannot shake it. So I know it's time for me to take the proverbial plunge. Now, as soon as my mother goes to work, I do my Wonder Woman spin, and then it begins. I put on her bra and girdle. I do not have the nerve yet to buy my own. However, I do go shopping, and let me tell you, I purchased the most horrific outfit for my 95th Street debut as Kenya. It is an apostolic, floor-length blue jean dress with an equally hideous long cotton pink and white striped cotton shirt. It is July, and the summer heat, this material, is as wrong as this outfit, but I'm determined. I want the world to see me. I walk from our house on 104th and Michigan to 95th in the Dan Wright, red line. Now, anyone who's ever been to Chicago knows that this is quite a long walk. And the Dan Ryan is always bustling any time of the day. 
my ears and eyes are on heightened alert. I have not officially started transitioning yet, and my face is not soft enough. I am sure someone will take a second glance. However, I do not care. So I cross that bridge like it is my catwalk, putting on the show of a lifetime. Now, the problem is that my outfit is so ugly that no one notices. Nevertheless, I'll, the walk from my house is more than just feet to pavement to the train. It is the beginning of my journey. The memory of that first walk is still crystal clear. I see young me making my debut. Fortunately, I am more fashion conscious nowadays. That walk taught me to express myself unapologetically, be more comfortable in my skin, and not let validation from others determine who I am. This woman before you took the scenic route. It was the only way I learned to become the woman I am today. Thank you. Theodora is a maverick just by being herself, inspired by those who came before and supporting those coming up, learning self-love and gathering strength to shift circumstances for the better. When you're trailblazing, you don't know it. For example, I opened up doors for the generation of trans women now to do the things that they do. And I want to let them know, be true to yourself. I don't know if you could be yourself in the United States military. I've seen some actual social media where the young men and women are themselves, especially the young male GLBT. They're flamboyant, they're saucy, and they're in uniform. And I'm happy for them that they're not being ridiculed for being themselves. Sometimes some of the biggest battles have to be fought in silence. Honestly, my mental health deteriorated for years because we did not have the support, we did not have the understanding. We did not have like TMI here. We did not have advocacy like myself or one person who survived and was able to tell their story. Everybody didn't make it. A lot of us committed suicide, were killed, turned to drugs, alcohol, prostitution. I myself turned to drugs, alcohol, and prostitution and was homeless. However, it was still that spark in me that knew that I, I, no, I didn't know. No, I'm not going to lie. Somebody somewhere knew I was not meant to stay on the bottom like that. And I didn't know where I was going, what I was going to do, and what direction I was meant to go. But I acknowledged that I wasn't broken. I acknowledged that I wasn't different. I was just me. Thanks, Theodora.
Next up is Aaron, who shares his experience exploring alternate expressions to uncover the true man he is. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. I'm Eric. And I'm Capely. Black Trans Stories Matter was created by Barroom Icon, actress, and TMI Project storyteller, Ms. Cece Suazo. The program and workshops are led by me and Capely Kalnick. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps. TMI Project is available to offer true storytelling workshops and performances for your school or workplace. This episode of Season 5 of the TMI Project podcast, Black Trans Stories Matter, is produced in partnership with Radio Kingston. It was written and edited by me, Capely Kalnick. It was mixed and mastered by Stevie Mans. Our theme song is Secrets by Edison Woods. TMI Project's executive director is Eva Tenuto. Our operations and programs manager is Blake File. Our marketing and digital coordinator is Laura Marie Ruoco. Our graphic designer is Lauren Gill. In addition to me and Capely Kalnick, our workshop leaders are Perla Iora, Haley Downs, Rain Grayson, Ray Lipkind, Dara Lurie, Julie Novak, Blake File, Eva Tenuto, and Micah. To learn more, support our work, and find a special writing prompt so you can start telling your story, visit tmiproject.org slash podcast. <laughs>